It's the Brew Ha Ha Podcast. Time for the drive. Brew Ha Ha. Brew Ha Ha is brought to you by the Russian River Brewery and the Victory House at Poppy Bank Epicenter. Herlinda Harris is back. <laughs> Dzień dobry. And where were you again? I was in Krakow, Poland, judging Kraft Roku, the national uh, beer competition, and which is only Polish beers, uh, but international judges. So Polish judges also, but judges from all over the world. And that was super fun, except for the co- the cold, snowy, wet uh, weather that they hadn't had in, like, at least five years. They haven't had snow like that. But the beer was really good. I was going to say, and the beer and was good, right? I love Polish food. I love the Polish people. We watched World Cup on big screen. It was super exciting and fun. I did go visit Auschwitz. I won't talk about that right now. It was Quite the memorable trip. So, oh, nice. And I brought some treats back. A um, big Polish sausage, right? No, no. I brought a Polish smoked cheese that they do at the Christmas markets. They grill it. And here's a couple of different flavors. So grab a little corner here. When you go to the Christmas markets, it's on charcoal, and they're grilling this different kinds of smoked cheeses. It's freezing. Um, and then they usually put cranberry or lingonberry sauce on top of it. But I did not have any yet. So that is um, one of my favorite things in Poland besides bigos and uh, zurek, which is a sour rye soup that they do with like a sour rye um, sourdough. And then, of course, they cook a, a lot with beer there. Mm-hmm. And I brought one of the winning beers from Poland. Uh, this is a, called a Groditsky, uh, Zagruska, uh, from Brorad Grodysk. One of the reasons why I brought this one also is it's a historical style. Uh, it's a, it's a, a truly Polish style. This is probably like a 600-year-old recipe, and it is. But a, not a 600-year-old beer. No, this is a very fresh beer. <laughs> uh, they, pur- they they purposely like waited to give it to me. So it's lightly smoked wheat. And Harry and I have talked before about that we don't normally like smoked things, but this is really lightly smoked and refreshing at the same time. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, I don't know how they do it, but I love it. So this is one of my favorite beers. And this is probably one of the few bottles in America right now. We're going to be shaking up some cocktails and mocktails with our friend Phaedra, anchor from uh, Flora Luna, who has the first non-alcoholic lounge, cocktail lounge, mocktail lounge in Sonoma County. Ever. And, of course, we're talking about... You're going to have to give me the full name because the website's confusing me. <laughs> Is it the Flora Luna Apothecary? Have I got it? That's right. Okay, You've got thank it. thank you. So that one's in Petaluma. So she's been doing bitters for a long time, and Bottle Barn has a whole selection of them. When you go into Bottle Barn and you're looking for bitters, like there, she's got like like three shelves of elixirs and bitters and things for making cocktails. But then she finally opened up her own lounge where you can go in on the weekend. And get non-alcoholic drinks. And you guys were just talking to CHP and the sheriff's department about yep. accidents and not drinking and driving. I will mention also take the smart train too. That's another great thing, uh, you know, an alternative to driving. Yep. And you can take the smart train to Petaluma as well. But if you want to know how to make mocktails at home, maybe you have a family member for the holidays that either doesn't want to be drinking anymore or shouldn't be drinking anymore or you could I don't know can you I guess you could fool them too but I maybe that's not the way they, <laughs> but maybe uncle so and so should not be having a full on cocktail but she's going to tell give us some tips on that we're going to shake up some cocktails she brought a, a non-alcoholic beer as well which you could also she's going to tell us how to make a uh I, you can make cocktails with beers. I've had them many times. You can. And she's going to tell us also how to transition 
uh, some of your drinks to hot, hot warming toddies as well. Phaedra Aker, founder of the Flora Luna Apothecary. Welcome to the brouhaha first off. Give me some of the history of the apothecary. Well, thanks so much for having me. Uh, so the history of, of my brand, I, I started with bitters, and I started as Monarch Bitters. Uh, it was actually during the pandemic I had to rebrand, and I rebranded as Floraluna Apothecary. Um, after bitters, I added syrups to my product lineup, uh, but all my products are botanically based and made in Petaluma, made by me still, and um, all sm- small batch, handcrafted, good good stuff. Okay, let's go back. Okay. Botanically based. Explain that for us. So my products, aside from, you know, the sugar and water base for the syrups or the spirit base for the bitters, all of the ingredients are botanicals. So all of the flavor and the aromatics in my products come strictly from botanicals. Explain what bitters are for people, because a lot of people don't realize that. And I know I'm actually I'm actually a certified herbalist. We were talking about that earlier. But um Bitters actually originally started out as medicinal products, helping people with stomachs and different other, you know, um, lung issues and stuff. And then they started making them to, into cocktails, which I kind of like that idea. <laughs> One man's medicine is another man's drink. Right? It's so true. And that is true. So bitters originated uh, back in the early 1800s. They, uh, a German doctor actually uh, created Angostura bitters in Venezuela, and he was Simon Bolivar's surgeon general. And so he actually created bitters as a stomach aid uh, to bolster the soldiers in the fields. So they, they do have a medicinal history, and they are very supportive for the digestive system and to keep a, a healthy gut. Um, often Europeans will drink bitters. Um, or bitter liqueurs, often like, straight though, as a digestive like aid. Like Amaro's, which I love. For sure, yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, but you'll see a lot of Europeans just taking shots of bitters, and that is specifically because they are so beneficial and helpful to the digestive yeah. system. Either so, before or after dinners or exactly meals. Mm-hmm. either as, as a as a aperitif or as a as a um, digest. Digest, yes, thank you. Uh, and so, anyhow, bitters are made with barks and roots and aromatic botanicals. Those are the three components that make up a traditional bitter, uh, and they're bitter because barks and roots inherently are bitter. And when you put those botanicals in a high-proof based spirit, uh, an extraction occurs, and you extract those bitter compounds from the barks and roots, um, and that's where they get the bitter flavor. And it is the barks and roots that have the digestive benefit, because when bitter hits your palate, it creates a digestive cascade in your body. Uh, So it is the actual bitter that is causing that digestive um, system to Like gentian and dandelion root and things like that. Exactly. That's exactly So they're good for your liver, too. Yes, yes, Until yes. you put the bourbon in it. <laughs> speaking yes. of. <laughs> I know, speaking of, we can get into some cocktail crafting here. Before we begin the cocktail crafting, let's talk about the apothecary, which is located on Kentucky Street in Petaluma. That is correct. Tell us about it. So... The Apothecary, which is my alcohol-free cocktail lounge, uh, just opened about two months ago. It's brand new. Previous to that, I had an herbal apothecary in that location uh, that I had had for about three years and uh, decided to transition that space into a lounge to showcase my bitters and syrups. So um, I wanted to, you know, offer something to the community that was really unique and different. I really wanted to showcase my products because I don't have alcohol licensing and I don't need it for my products. Uh, 
transitioning into an alcohol-free establishment was really easy um, because I don't need the liquor licensing that bars need. Uh, and, I, and I'm really happy to serve a demographic of people that don't have a dedicated space. Uh, you know, we are very alcohol-focused in Sonoma County. We have beautiful distilleries and wineries and craft breweries. Right. And so we're very alcohol-focused here. Mm-hmm. And um, come to find out there is a big demographic in Sonoma County of non-drinkers that just feel really lost and forgotten. So all, it's actually... All over the world. All over the all world. Over the world. Alcohol-free yes. everywhere, even in like Poland, what, and, you know, they, they, you know, they love their vodka. Uh, everywhere, low alcohol and non-alcohol has becoming so much more popular. And But, the, but yes. that doesn't mean it doesn't have to have, that it won't have flavor. So I know you're, that's what that's what you're at after here. Yes, because well, I think one of the most common complaints, and, and just to, to kind of comment on what you just said, it's really true. I mean, there's a whole group of 20-year-olds that are actually choosing not to have alcohol in their life. There's a big movement happening. My daughter do, to, my daughter doesn't do any. She's an alcohol-free home. Yeah, so mm-hmm. reduce alcohol or eliminate alcohol. So, um, so anyway, there's a real shift in consciousness happening around alcohol-free beverages. And... I'm really excited about crafting non-alcoholic cocktails because for me, it's such a wonderful way for my products to, to show and to show up because when you craft beverages, you know, the mixers, I always say mixers are so important. They're really the unsung heroes of craft beverages because it, they are what bring in the layers and the flavor and the dimension. Um, so it's so fun to work with non-alcoholic cocktails because it really allows my products to show beautifully. And it's not just the bitters and things that are non-alcoholic. You're actually doing, you could actually buy spirits at your place, like non-alcoholic bourbon and, and tequilas and gins and things as well, which I remember the first time I saw a non-alcoholic tequila. I was like, what? You know, it, <laughs> yes. But And you don't really tell you the difference with, except for without the bite and without the buzz. Yeah. And the mouth feels a little different. So mm-hmm. when I'm mixing alcohol-free cocktails, I do switch up my ratios a little bit to, mm-hmm. you know, get some different dimension and mouthfeel because the, they're thinner than traditional mm-hmm. spirits. But yes, they, there are a whole, um, collection of alcohol-free spirits on the market and more and more coming all the time. And, and for mocktails too, I think one of the common complaints that I hear, especially in prepackaged mocktails and then alcohol-free cocktails being offered at, at bars and restaurants is that they're very simple. They kind of lack pizzazz, right? So they're, they're, they're kind of uninteresting. People well, still... I can tell you by looking at your menu, <laughs> uninteresting does not apply. You have drinks called Bonfire Serenade, Pixie <laughs> Dust, No Strings Attached. Uh, and all of these are available at the Apothecary on Kentucky Street, 122 Kentucky Street in Petaluma. You're open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday only. That's correct. Just the weekend right now. What and you, yeah. you run from 4 in the afternoon till 8.30 in the evening on Friday and Saturday. And you go from 11 a.m. till 3 p.m. on Sunday. That's correct. How has the response been to your location so far? Very positive. It's been really, really fantastic. You know, the weekends tend to have – I get tend to get a full house and, you know, people – waiting for tables and it's just been fabulous i can't complain and you're on kentucky street i am which is a pretty busy street (laughs) during the weekend it is for folks enjoying their alcoholic beverages yes and you're saying i've given you an opportunity to come in and enjoy a non-alcoholic beverage here and still enjoy the flavor and the fun and the camaraderie that comes with hanging out in an establishment that's true. What are, you ne- <laughs> what are you next to there? Um, I'm trying to like picture. I haven't got. I've been gone a lot, as you guys all know. Um, what What are you like? Where's your? I'm actually landmarks? right next door to Vine and Barrel Wine Shop. 
<laughs> so I've got the wine shop, and Handy. then you've got the alcohol-free cocktail lounge. And then on the other side of me is a clothing store called Ethical Clothing. Oh, yeah. I know where Ethical. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm actually adjacent to her store. I'm in a little annex space. Okay, I know where you are. So yeah. I'm in a tiny little sweet spot. I have like 18 seats. It's a tiny And there's Sonoma space. Cutlery is there, the great knife shop also. Yes, so, right. Okay, I know exactly A couple stores are. down. Exactly. Do you have big screen TVs for football on Sunday? <laughs> I do not. That oh, is not wow. the style. No. Uh, that's actually Jason not. does in the wine shop, though. <laughs> you can have a mocktail and watch through his glass, yes. All right, you have brought a whole selection of ingredients here. What will we be putting together glasses. this afternoon? So I wanted to make a holiday cocktail. So if somebody's looking for something fun and festive to make for the holiday or the new year, uh, I wanted to bring in something that kind of hits all of the points of a beautiful holiday cocktail. I want to show how to make it lower ABV if people want something with a little booze but not too strong. I also want to show how this can be crafted with an alcohol-free spirit or to be made alcohol-free. And it can be, I'm going to craft it for you on ice and shake it, um, but this could also be served as a hot cocktail. So it's fun to kind of talk about that variation, too. And it's been cold. It was almost as cold here when I got back as in Poland. Yes. It's been really cold. <laughs> well, craft away. Fantastic. <laughs> all right. Everybody's waiting. And craft we're away. We're all excited. And tell us what you're doing. Narrate this as you put it together. So right when I came in and sat down, I actually had brought some fresh slices of, or excuse me, some slices of fresh ginger. So mm. I went ahead and added some of the bourbon. I'm using today Griffo Distillery out of Petaluma. They Yay. make a beautiful stout barreled whiskey. And I thought this whiskey would be really fun to bring onto your show because it is finished in stout beer barrels ah, from Lagunitas Brewing Company out of Petaluma. And uh, so it's a beautiful, it's just a beautiful whiskey. It's got incredible um, coffee and chocolate notes, mm. and it's just really lovely. So I went ahead and added some bourbon. I'm going to add a little more now. Uh, with the fresh ginger. So I want to extract a little bit of that spice, that fresh ginger spice, into the bourbon. That's very Christmassy, too. Yeah. Nice. So that's been that's been uh, extracting there for a few minutes. So I've got the bourbon and the fresh ginger. Okay. And I'm using one and a half ounces of this stout barrel whiskey per serving. I'm going to add some ice to the shaker. This is a shaken cocktail. And how important is it to have to, to measure, like you know, with it's, like jiggers and things? Um. It's actually very important. Mm -hmm. I, I when I teach cocktail classes, I say really like if you're going to invest in a bar tool, buy a jigger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is one of the most important tools because that's where your you know ratios are really important for balance, and you want a balanced cocktail. Balanced cocktails, what's going to taste good? Yeah. So a jigger is really it's important. It's not necessarily a stronger cocktail, like stronger alcohol. If you're doing an alcohol one that makes it taste better, it's actually the balance with like the flavors. That's yeah. exactly correct. Fager Keep crafting. Keep crafting. crafting. Okay. Keep crafting. So we've got fresh ginger. We've got an ounce and a half of Stony Point whiskey. I am going to be adding a half an ounce of apple cider. Then I'm going to add three quarters of an ounce of tart cranberry juice. Mm. I have a half an ounce of tangerine juice. I am going to be adding a half an ounce of my Floraluna cardamom clove syrup. So this adds wonderful warm spices to the beverage. I love cardamom. And then I brought to kind of accent the chocolate and coffee tones of the whiskey, I brought my coffee cacao peppercorn bitters, and I'm doing four drops, four to five drops per cocktail. All right. 
We're going to shake it now? We're shaking. Well, while oh. we shake it, oh, one more thing. Get one more thing. Quickly. So sorry. Quarter ounce of little apple treats, lemon coriander shrub. And a shrub has a little bit of vinegar in it. It does. A shrub is a drinking vinegar. This is going to pick up a little bit of acid. Uh, add a little acid tone to the cocktail. Not that uh, kind of acid. Yes. No. <laughs> She's going to shake that up. We'll be back after our bottom of the hour break to continue with the brouhaha right here on The Drive on KSRO. We're in the middle of The Drive brouhaha. The Drive brouhaha is brought to you by the Russian River Brewing Company. And the Victory House at Poppy Bank Epicenter. Phaedra Aker uh, from the Apothecary Lounge by Flora Luna in Petaluma. We've been talking about mocktails, although what I'm drinking is certainly not a mocktail. <laughs> and let's continue that conversation. Herlinda? So we have this beautiful cocktail that she was shaking for us earlier um, with her bitters and cardamom elixir. And this one actually has the griffo with bourbon. But Joe just had the mocktail um, that was... The same cocktail, but with a non-alcoholic bourbon. Um, what did you think, Joe? I really liked it, and I was surprised it's non-alcoholic. I must be a lightweight because I'm feeling a little butt. Oh, <laughs> Joe. It's Joe. Christmas that's, cheer. That's not true. Christmas cheer, I appreciate it's, it, but I really like it. It's the it fumes from our drink, Joe, that's get, that, that are getting be it. Yes. <laughs> Boy, yeah. I am a lightweight, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I think this is really beautiful. What, what do you think? What do you think, Harry? I'm enjoying it thoroughly. Decades ago, I got past the point of drinking for the buzz. I drink for the flavor yeah. now. And so this definitely has the flavor. And it's a good-looking cocktail on top of that. That's the other thing, too, with the mocktail, like what Joe had. So all of our cocktails are these beautiful glasses. She's got them decorated with like a little bit of rosemary with the flowers, some cranberry, some dried orange. And, and again, we will put mm -hmm. pictures and recipes yes. up on the Brew Ha Ha Facebook page. You can also mail order... The Flora Luna uh, elixirs and bitters, too. So you can actually, um, and you're not in an area where you can go into her store, you can actually mail order. And because they're not alcohol, you can ship them anywhere. But the website is floralunaapothecary.com. So this is really beautiful. So then who makes the, the non-alcoholic uh, bourbon that you did for Joe's mocktail. So tonight I brought the Free Spirits brand. They are out of Marin County, oh. so they're local. Free Spirits oh. bourbon, uh, and I use this bourbon on my mocktail menu at my lounge. This is the bourbon I'm currently using. They also have a gin. They have an aperitif. They do a really lovely job. Wow, that's great. And people can go to your go to your shop or your lounge and buy these also. That's correct. I have a little bottle shop shelf. Yes, for, where I sell mixers, I sell the non-alcoholic spirits I'm using on my menu. Wow. So I have, yeah, I have an aperitif and a bourbon and a gin and a mezcal. And, yeah. And then if you were going to do this hot. Yeah. Well, so what I want to say is, you know, this is a foolproof cocktail. You can also make it low ABV. I would drop the... She means low alcohol with the ABV. Alcohol uh, um, by, by volume. By volume. So if you want a little booze, but you want it a little lighter, I would drop the one and a half ounce pour to a half ounce pour and reduce the bourbon by an ounce and just you'll get a lower alcohol cocktail. You can also make the alcohol-free version by using an alcohol-free bourbon instead of a spirited bourbon and get a beautiful non-alcoholic cocktail. Yeah, I've seen non-alcoholic rums and like I said, the tequilas yes. and stuff as well. Um, 
And there's more and more brands coming on the market. There's oh, a yeah. lot of choices. Yeah, and then the beers as well, too. When I was, I was just telling everybody when I was in Poland, I went to a speakeasy underground in an old industrial building. It was so cool. There was, like, this guard guarding, and he's like, no, you can't go downstairs. You have to wait. So somebody comes and gets you, and there's no signs or anything. You go downstairs. It's this beautiful 1920s-themed like true speakeasy, and there's no fruit allowed. There's no limes. There's no citrus. Anything in the cocktails. It's all vegetable-based, like beets and sorrel and um, mushrooms and miso. And, yeah, it was amazing. I, was telling, I had this gorgeous beetroot. They call it beetroot, you know, of course, in Europe. Beetroot juice cocktail with a botanical Polish gin and a rose foam that I couldn't stop sniffing because it was so aromatic and beautiful. And then my friend had a co- uh, had one with um, miso and scotch, Lafroig, and then um, a mushroom one that was smoked and you pull off the... Okay, you lose me yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Smoked mushrooms and you lose me. <laughs> Well, it is kind of 1960s, isn't it? Uh, but, but, yeah, no, it was really cool. Sounds and, and incredible. Yeah. And yeah. So there's so many things you can do. And they have so many a things. huge mocktail list. Yeah. No fruit. Now, the mocktail or cocktail that you made for us this afternoon doesn't have a name. Does not have a name. Ooh. Why not? I just mixed it up this morning for the show, and I wanted to do some holiday, you know, holiday-spirited drink and figured we could name it together. So to make this warm, because what I wanted in this cocktail is, as I said, I wanted it to be really uh, holiday festive. So you've got the orange and you've got the cranberry and you've got the apple and the warm spices. This lends itself to be also a beautiful warm cocktail. So you could put it in a pan on very low heat. Uh, or in a or in a crock pot, and I would add all of the ingredients except the spirit or the alcohol free spirit. Set those aside, but the juices, the syrup, all of the other things. You could even cut an orange in half and stick cloves in it, mm. and drop it in, nice. and let that steep on a very low heat for a couple of hours. It's perfect for a party. Yeah, and you can add more. You can add cinnamon sticks and star anise. You they could can, really... People in, can choose if they want the alcohol or the non-alcohol. Exactly, right. Or so maybe you, you could get put this, a rum on the side, a non-alcoholic rum. You could. Even that, a gin. It would be lovely with a gin. I think it would be lovely with a gin also. Yes. Let's try it. Yes. So not right now. I would do a, like a mold variation. You could uh-huh. add extra spices, add more ginger if you wanted, mm. and and let that steep and become very warm. And serve it with you know with a mm. ladle, and you can keep your spirit or alcohol free spirit on the side, so people could have an you know the spirit or not, and uh, just make a beautiful mold cocktail variation. I, I love it, I, and I love that they're beautiful. Like Joe's co- uh, mocktail was just as beautiful and enticing as our cocktail it was absolutely gorgeous gorgeous use good glassware i mean that's like use beautiful glassware i don't think these would be the same in a red solo cup (laughs) no aesthetics are important and the coupe is so fun especially for a holiday cocktail i mean it's very fancy pants right you got this gorgeous we like fancy yes me too i love beautiful glassware and i love beautiful garnishes and aesthetics it really elevates you know the experience quite a bit we're talking to Phaedra Aker from the Apothecary Lounge by Flora Luna, located at 122 Kentucky Street in Petaluma. They're open weekends, Friday and Saturday from 4 in the afternoon till 8.30 in the evening. Sunday they run from 11 in the morning till 3 p.m. And you can find a variety of delicious non-alcoholic mocktails uh, there and come in to hang out. And even some beer 
Beer and sparkling wine. I have a beautiful sparkling wine rosé. I do champagne cocktails with it. Yeah. So and these are and these are non-alcoholic. Yes, yeah, they non- are. So you brought a non-alcoholic beer. This is one of the most famous of the of the non-alcoholic beers. Athletic Brewing Company, the Run Wild IPA. I am going to go grab. I need to get some glasses for that, but uh, so we can we can all try it. But what would you what would you do with one of your like your non-alcoholic beer cocktails? What would you put in that? So I, IPAs are really fun on. Um, you know, like uh, tropical type cocktails with orange and, you know, um, nutmeg and, you know, those types of flavors, rum cocktails. Uh, doing a splash of IPA on top just is a beautiful compliment, mm. actually, surprisingly. Uh, and Athletic actually has a, a long list of cocktails to use with their beer. And um, they're all pretty amazing. So th- th- we could have a whole segment on beer cocktails <laughs> it's a lot and of fun we shall we may do that <laughs> <laughs> now all of the beverages the the cocktails on your list have you come up with all of those recipes are those your original i did recipes? they're all my recipes and and a lot of the ingredients are also ingredients that i'm making for the cocktails. so like i have a bitter orange cordial and the black pepper cordial uh, banana cordial those things i'm making specifically for those cocktails that i serve and uh, who's naming these or who named these cocktails? Is that all oh, you that, again? Oh, that's me. That's me too. <laughs> yeah. You're busy. I'm so busy. Get yourself some help. <laughs> I didn't tell me about it. <laughs> well, you know what's really cool? I um, I did not know this before, but she used to own Twisted Vine in Petaluma, which was a lot of my friends in Petaluma's favorite little wine bar restaurant with cute little bites and things. Are you doing any kind of bites at? I'm not, Florida? but people can order bites from Jason's Wine Shop. They can oh, do cool. charcuterie and. Yeah. So from Vine and Barrel. Vine and Barrel. Next door. Yes, okay, store. good. Well, that sounds like a marriage made in heaven It right is there. true, yes. That works out really, really well. It and does. And then you don't have to get a liquor license, and how cool is that? It works out Nowadays. really well. I think Joe wants to say something. Oh. We just had a suggestion for the name of the Uh-oh. cocktail. Oh, let's hear okay. it. The 1350. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. That sounds, Thank that you sounds for like, the suggestion. That sounds like a police code. Yeah. Well, it's the station's <laughs> numbers, Herlinda. <laughs> I know, I know, but I kind of like looking. But but with this, but with well, with Joe's version, you don't have to worry about. That is a non-alcoholic beer to try. Okay, I'm going to give one over here to Harry. Thank you. Okay. So Smells like beer. <laughs> oh God. Are we going to go into the Cheech and Chong? Uh, smells like beer. Tastes like beer. It does taste like beer. Okay. Let's see. So, yeah. Good. So, Athletic was one of the first big ones because the guy that actually started Athletic was a, was like a marathon runner and something. He wanted to do something non-alcoholic and light, and it it became big business. It's a very mild beer, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's the Run Wild IPA. Yeah, definitely an IPA. does a non-alcoholic one. Um, Heineken's doing a double aught, you know, two double zero. Um, Best uh, beer, um, which is a local as well. The Dry Bruja, of course, brought to you by the Russian River Brewing Company and the Victory House at the Poppy Bank Epicenter. Continuing with our Bruja guest, Phaedra Aker from the Apothecary Lounge by Flora Luna in Petaluma. A reminder, their website, floralunaapothecary.com. Herlinda. So, actually, Kathy just had a lovely name, um, our executive producer for this cocktail. Do you want to say it, Phaedra? Winter Joy. I love that. And especially if you do, if you're doing it mocktail style and you have family coming and 
You just, it just it just continues on with like a pretty glass, doesn't have to have the alcohol, and then a pretty name, you know, you know, joyous, doesn't have to be buzzy. Although Buzzy Martin was in here earlier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the name's on the list. She'll 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 think about it. Yeah, winter I, yeah, joy. That's one of the ones I like that one too. So, um, and actually, Sabrina Silva, she just said uh, winter wind down. That would be the that would be the one with the alcohol. Too long. <laughs> Too many syllables. Too many syllables. We actually just tried the the beer, the Athletic Brewing uh, Run Wild IPA, which the non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic IPA. And you would like you would never know for the most part, right? What do you think, Harry? Yeah, like I said, very mild. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're looking for the bite mm-hmm. of an alcoholic beer, you're not going to get it. But if you're looking for the flavor of an IPA, you are going to get yeah. it. Yeah. We've got Phaedra from Flora Luna Apothecary. Uh, her new dream cocktail lounge, mocktail lounge in Petaluma has just opened up. It's open on the weekends. But so when you're doing, are you like, do you have like non-alcoholic beers available for somebody who just wants a beer? Or are you doing beer only as the, as in the mocktails? Oh no, people can order a beer. Perfect. Absolutely. And they can order a six pack to go because <laughs> nice. those are available for sale also. You were mentioning you have Everything that you make for sale at your location, correct? That is correct. So my products are sold around Sonoma County. Bottle Barn, as you mentioned. Willoughby's, uh, who are fantastic at Santa Rosa and Petaluma. Oliver's Markets have a small collection at all four stores. Petaluma Market. So you can find my products around. But the unique experience about coming to my lounge to purchase product is you are going to see... uh, an extensive lineup of bitters that you aren't going to find at other locations. What are some of the other ones that they can find um, around town? I mean, so there's the syrup. So the cardamom clove syrup, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've got a pistachio cherry syrup. I've got mm-hmm. a tonic and an old fashioned syrup. I have a wildflower syrup. So those are other syrups you're going to find around Sonoma County. Uh, the bitters, you today, I use the coffee cacao peppercorn. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of my main lineup, as well as citrus basil and cherry vanilla and um, honey lavender. At my shop, you're going to find different flavors like smoked salt and pepper and celery horseradish and rose petal and, you know, flavors that are... So you're doing a non-alcoholic Bloody Mary, it sounds like, if you're doing the celery horseradish, right? Yes, and it also makes a fantastic savory martini, though. (laughs) You know, so that's a really... That's a fun one. I've used it on top of a margarita, and it gives this lovely savory tone. So I have some flavors outside of my main lineup that are a little different and out of the box. You can also find those on my website. Um... But you'll find those in my shop. So yeah. what's the website again? FloralunaApothecary.com. And again, the actual physical location, 122 Kentucky Street in Petaluma. Open weekends, 4 to 8.30 on Friday and Saturday, 11 to 3 on Sunday. Next to Vine and Barrel and Ethical Clothing, which is a great little spot right near Copperfield's Books as well. So it's a relatively small location. I think you said 18 seats? Correct. It's very no small. No pool tables, no dartboards? No. <laughs> it's for lounging and talking and drinking beautiful drinks. Perfect. Herlinda is pouring, I believe, one of the Polish beers. This is a Groditsky um, from Grovard Groditsk. And it's um, actually my friend Martin. He won so many awards for other beers as well. But this is... It's smoked. It's a lightly smoked wheat. Lightly smoked wheat uh, is a very, very old historical style. There's going to be a bunch of Polish brewers here 
in January. I'm looking for a brewery to do a collaboration here in Sonoma County with them. Anchor has already said they will do a collaboration with them in San Francisco. They'll be on the air, and we'll be hosting them, so that'll be really fun. We've got time enough to say thank you to Phaedra Aker from the yeah. Apothecary Lounge by Flora Luna in Petaluma. Thank you for having she me. She would love you to come and visit her at 122 Kentucky Street in Petaluma, Friday and Saturday, 4 in the afternoon till 8.30 in the evening, Sundays from 11 to 3. Lots of interesting things to find at that shop, right? Yes, lots of lots of interesting yes. things. Lots of interesting <laughs> things. Or pick up at Oliver's, Bottle Barn, Willoughby's for your own um, you know, parties and family gatherings at home. Try, try some mocktails. Yeah, try them. Again, this one was delicious. The winter, what was it, Kathy? The winter, winter joy. Winter joy. I love that name, so that works really, really well. That's All right, good. that's going to do it for the brouhaha.